When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following production is brought to you by The Talkin' Buds Leave Show. Here we go. This is The Talkin' Buds Leave Show. It is the fall. There's a there's a certain crispness in the air. The Maple Leafs are back in training camp. Ryan is here in studio. You don't have to stare at our giant heads through StreamYard anymore. All is right with the world. We are back. We are officially back. Are you ready to strap in for another? So, like, do you actually? It dawned on me today. It's like we're getting ready to strap in for another 82. Yep. Every at the end of every single year, you always ask yourself, how can I sit through another 82? And then some time goes by, things start to you start to forget about the past and then you're just geared up and ready to go for another 82 games of Toronto Maple Leafs hockey. Well, I said a couple weeks ago in one of our uh, off-season streamyard episodes that um, one of the best things that had to happen to the Maple Leafs for me personally was the Toronto Blue Jays. Because after a summer of watching the Toronto Blue Jays, I am ready for some Maple Leafs hockey. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too far into that, but I, I know what you're saying. So, first episode back, season premiere of season six, I said, what are we going to do? Wait, 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 wait. There we go. There, there we go. go. I said, what are we going to do? How how are we going to get this get this rolling? So, we are going to debut a new segment which you will see from time to time this year. Not every not every episode, but you will see it from time to time. And it's going to be the theme of this entire show. It is time for the Talking Buds Leaf Show trending topics. Time for some trending topics. Ryan, are you ready? Yes, here we go. So we've got five of them here. The first trending topic, William Nylander. William Nylander needs a new contract. He did not sign one in the offseason. We talked about it throughout the offseason. He wants $10 million. The Leafs don't want to give him $10 million. Yesterday, Elliot Friedman kind of floated that in conversations between Sheldon Keefe and Brad Tree Living, it was rumored that William Nylander would spend some time this season playing center. Then today, in the opening of camp media availability, Sheldon Keefe outright confirmed that William Nylander will start camp as a center iceman, which puts the Leafs' center depth as Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, Kampf. 
your thoughts on the news that William Nylander will be starting camp at center? Um, I don't know, man. Like, okay, nice. Like, well, let's we'll, we'll see. I'm a we'll see guy on that take. Do you think that uh that this is Brad Tree Living's way of being like, if you want ten million bucks, you need to be you need to be a two hundred foot player. No, I don't think so. I I I don't. I think Willie is what he what he is. If if Brad Tree Living is expecting Nylander to somehow change any part of his game for a contract, that's not happening. William Nylander's um, what? How many goals he scores? How many points he gets? His offensive capabilities are what's going to get him paid. Go out and put another 40 up. Get close to 50. Get 100 points. That, that It has nothing to do with him being a... William Nylander will never be a 200-foot hockey player. I don't know why they've... Dis- well, I mean, if you look at their depth. Like, first of all, the depth of their team is not, is not the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, so. I'm glad you brought that up because this... Wanting to play William Nylander in the middle of the ice tells me that they have high hopes for a Matthew Nyes or a, a Nick Robertson to like take a, a spot on the wing right out of camp. Cause you're right. Like you look at the wings and you're kind of like, yeah, like oof. there's like, once you get past, like once you get a third line, I mean, someone who's playing third line wing, like you have, you have Nyes down there. You have Domi, you have Bertuzzi, like everyone's just kind of flip and find a spot. Well, I think, but I other think than Bertuzzi, that, I think Bertuzzi is, until Sheldon Keefe decides he doesn't like it anymore, I think Bertuzzi's on the, on the wing with Matthews and Marner. But if Nylander plays center, that him and so that that's a center spot gone, and then Camp's the fourth line center, and then you look at the wing depth. Other than that, it's Callie Yarncroak, Nick Robertson, like, and then the fourth line is just Sam Lafferty and Ryan Reeves. Like, I, I don't. To me, this whole move is like, how many times have we talked about Sheldon Keefe? changing lines and changing his mind about things. I, I'm I read into this, what you want about Tavares being washed or whatever. This is a nice, nice little cute little idea they have here, but I, I don't well, buy do, it do for you a think, second do you think right now. John Tavares is, is a factor in this decision. Maybe the overdrive guys had a really good point. And I was listening to them on my drive home today about how this is also a great sort of media deflect because at the end of the day today, no one was talking about William Nylander's contract. Everyone was talking about the fact that he's playing center. Well, trying to avoid the contract talk is like, it's impossible. Like I I just, you know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm let's see, let's see what happens here. I I don't think William has it in him to go 82 as a center iceman when he hasn't played full time center ice at all in his NHL career. He's been there in spurts, but I mean, I just I don't I don't buy it. I, I'm gonna I'm the don't buy it guy well, on this one. Sheldon Keefe too will throw the lines in a blender pretty damn quickly. Oh, like, we've seen that does. happen. Yeah, that's we've seen that happen. He, he gets he gets so trigger happy with the lines, man. Like something doesn't work, he gets bored, and then it's all switched. Yeah, we've seen that happen. We've seen that happen a lot. So I, I'm with you. The, another thing on William Nylander is is I actually think he he's been pretty vocal with everyone he's talked to that. This is where he wants to be. And I know every guy says that. So a degree, to a degree, you're kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. But I actually kind of believe it with William Nylander. And, and I think that he... I think that he will come into this season a motivated player. And you'll see the best version of him as he's playing for that big contract. Now, 
Will the Leafs, if he goes out and has a career year, will the Leafs give him $10 million? That remains to be seen. But I know that there's a lot of hesitation. I myself said it a couple of times. Could he walk at the end of the year? And then you're losing a core piece for nothing. I don't think that that's what he wants to do. I don't get that vibe from him at all, really. Well, then take less money then. Right, you want to stay here? Take less money. Simple as that. Yeah. I don't uh, want to hear anything else. I don't care if he wants to play here. If you want to play here, you have to take less money. That, so if you really want to be a Leaf, that's what you got to do. Yeah. I am. Um, I don't know. Going to be interesting to see. I, I, I got to be honest with you, man. We've talked, like, if you, if you go through, this is season six we're starting today, and if you go through the 200-plus episodes that you and I have done and you counted up the amount of times that you and I both have said the word contract, I'm not, I'm not really looking forward to an entire season of William Nylander's contract, William Nylander's contract, William Nylander's contract. I'm, no, I'm not, gonna be, it's I'm gonna not. Be the- cry fest that happens when he walks for nothing like that's that's what i'm not looking forward to is when he he walks away for nothing and everyone's just cries about how they got nothing for him i don't i don't know i take less money but in my opinion the number one trending topic and the most interesting storyline heading into this maple leaf season is the status of william nylander okay trending topic number two new faces we have some new faces. Can I just can I just go on a on a little side tangent here? Like, I don't want to get on the beat, guys. Okay, like I, I don't. I, I'm not a beat guy. You're not a beat guy. We have no idea what it's like to be there every day, and the, I'm sure there's a ton of politics around it and what have you. So, like, I don't want to get on these guys. I don't do their job. I don't know how to do their job. But I did find it a little cringe. How many times today when you listen to them interviewing the players? Um, um, is Ryan Reeves going to be the guy who cracks jokes and makes the room a little bit more fun? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, come on. It's just it, like, I know. Uh, so cringe. I'm like, I, I got like, I was like, oh, stop asking now. That's so lame. You know, uh, Revo will, uh, you know, Revo obviously is a guy who uh, is going to wreak havoc in front of the net, and uh, he's obviously going to make things lighter in the room, and uh, it's like, all right, boys. Like, no Jesus. one's no one's more excited that Ryan Reeves is here than me. Like, honestly, no one's more excited that he's here than me. But, like, the, the giggling about the comment he made about Radko Gudis on Monday at the golf tournament, where he was like, yeah, I'd like to see him try that with me. It's like... But you won't be on the ice. That's that's game. That was game five of the second round. You'll be up in the press box. There's like so as, again, love him. I'm so happy he's here. You won't be on the ice, and just the whole like th- this media thing about like I, like I have no doubt that they you got you brought a guy like you said it a few months ago. You're bringing in a guy who immediately has the biggest dick in the room. That's true, but I just thought like I don't know, just the giggling today about like. Is he going to change the... Is he going to make it a bit more fun, Mitch? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's... I know. And, and they sit up there and they give their 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 answers that obviously, they always uh, give. But it's like, what are they, what are they supposed to say? Obviously, uh, obviously, obviously, you know, obviously, uh, obviously, obviously, I thought, obviously. I thought Morgan Riley, like, handled the one question pretty well when they asked about this, how, like, the dressing room hasn't been... What was the word they used? 
where you, they, they refer to the dressing room as something. The whole narrative has been the dressing room has, like, they need more accountability in the dressing yeah. room, and that's why Ryan Reeves is here. Or, like, they need to, like, lighten up, or it's been, like, too serious or something. I don't know. And I thought he handled the question very well. He was just like, no, I don't think that at all. He actually gave a real answer for once, so that that was that was nice to see. But for the most part, all the player interviews um, were quite snoozy for me. Um, I got nothing out of any of them at all, other than John Tavares handling the Babcock question pretty good. But John Tavares, that, in his opening remarks, said the word "obviously" twelve times. I mean, what are they supposed to say? Like they're, they're up there, like all the all the B guys are ask all the silly questions and. It is what it is. What questions are they really supposed to ask? Like, it's just what what's to what is the first day really about? Like, oh, it's really? about it's about it's about uh, fitness testing. I know, but it's like I, I, all these media guys. I feel bad for them because they have to come up with questions. But it's like, what what are the questions other than William Nylander's contract or who's playing on what line no. or whatever? Other than that, like I said, I don't I don't want to get on the beat guys. No, no, I just I feel bad the, for them because they got to come up with the, questions. The, they come up with a question and one guy's already asked it. So now they got to think of something like, like tree living just totally dusted at Jonas Siegel. Like today yeah. when he asked him about Matt Murray's in injury. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you know what, Jonas, uh, he's having surgery. Yeah, All right. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. 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 yeah I, uh, I kind of felt bad for that's him. That's enough but, of that. Yeah. Um, new faces. Let's keep it going. So as I said to you earlier, I think right off the bat, you can put Tyler Bertuzzi as the, as the, the top line left winger. I think, like, it's pretty much any sort of projected lineup I've seen has him on the wing with Matthews and Marner. Um, uh, that To me, that's that's really exciting. That's probably, that's the type of guy that you've you've wanted up there with them for a while. Like a guy who has some skill and can score, but also is not afraid to go stand in front of the net and take a shot. Um, and then Max Domi. I have no idea where Max Domi, Max Domi looked like a, legend at the golf tournament with no chicklets like just completely his front teeth are gone he i have no idea where he's gonna slot i don't know if it's second line on the wing i don't know if it's third line on the wing i don't know if it's third line center i don't know because he played some center when he was with the habs i don't know where he's gonna slot you and i talked about this after free agency my biggest thing with max domi is i i just it's going to be such a rush coming out there and and wearing the like your dad his dad is is a is a living legend in this town and it's going to be such a rush and just you're not your dad don't try and be your dad just play your game and and find us a role find a spot like I do think also with Max Domi some of the well he's a tough guy is, is a bit overblown it's like no he's a tough player who's not afraid to take a shot but he's not going out there to drop the mitts and that's not what we need him to do. That's what. That's why Ryan Reeves is here. So I just hope like somebody gets to him and says, "Go out there, play your game, be yourself." That's all. That's all we want from you. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have. Honestly, I don't really have high expectations for him. Um, and honestly, I don't really have high expectations for any of the new guys. Actually, other than just to play with a little more physicality. All my expectations are on the players who've already been here for a thousand years who need to go out and prove that they're worth the money that they're getting paid. Tyler Bertuzzi, as long as he comes in and contributes with some goals and plays hard, I'm fine with that. Max Domi, he's not going to get a sh shitload of goals, but if he comes in and plays a little tougher, I'm okay with that. Uh, my expectations are all on the guys who've already been on the team.
We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. License partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Another new face, and we will use this to transfer into the, or transition rather, into the next trending topic. Defense Corps. Another new face, John Klingberg. The polarizing acquisition. A lot of people who were like, what the hell are you doing getting this but guy? From all the people who've watched all these John Klingberg games oh, over Ryan, the past Ryan, couple seasons. You go on Twitter, there are John Klingberg yeah. experts everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. They've seen every shift. They've seen every shift. Oh, yeah. All the people just staying up and watching every shift of him in Anaheim last year. Oh, they know. They know. Shut up. Brad Give Tr- the guy a chance, for God's sake. He's a big he's a big dude and he Stop can shoot crying. the puck. He's a big like, dude. He can shoot the puck. He's got offensive upside. He, well, his numbers, like analytically, he was the worst defenseman in hockey last year. But to your point, the Anaheim Ducks were an awful hockey team. Yeah, like we're not, we didn't get Scott Niedermeyer here. Like it's just a guy who can skate and a guy who can probably replace Morgan Riley on the power play. As much as I love Morgan Riley, the guy is not the most elite power play defense quarterback. Like I, I just, people just, like, just give the guy a chance, man. Like calm down. This is, this, Part part of the year drives me insane. Just all this conversation, which is going back to what you just said about the beat guys, and and you got to cut them a break because it's just like I don't really have an opinion on anything. Like we have to just ride these couple weeks out and just see what happens day one. Like I'm not gonna sit here and cr- over criticize any new guy here for anything they've done in their past because we have a brand new clean slate ready to go October 11th. So. You can cry about John Klingberg, but in my opinion, just shut up and just wait for him to put on the uniform and see what he does. Because game three, game four, when he's contributing and you're sitting there being like, John King, he's got to be, he's got to be in the top pair. Like then then don't come back at me. Or if he does play like shit, then you can come back at me and call me an idiot. But I'm not defending him here. I'm just saying, just leave the guy alone. Let let, give the guy a shot. Let him do what he, for all the Nylander people out there who say, let him 
Let him do what he does. Let this guy do what he does. Well, like, I think your point about all these people who all of a sudden know everything there is to know about John Klingberg and have watched every shift he's ever taken is well made. Like, people just come out with these really strong opinions about a player they've never seen before. Yeah, and, and all, them, totally, all, them cal- all of them hate him because of a calculator. So yeah, I, I totally, I totally, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think I think it's a, that's a fair point. Like, whatever. Roger Living said today that he thinks his defense corpse is underrated. And I said, eh, yeah, he was being nice. you sure about that, Brad? You sure about that? Yeah. Um, This is by far my biggest concern with this team heading into this season. I, I just, I just, like, you, you were there last, you were in the building for game two of the Stanley Cup final, and you saw what the Vegas Golden Knights defense looked like. That is not what this is. Like, this is not, is this, is this a defense that can play well on, on a Wednesday night in February against Arizona? Yes. Is this a defense core that when you get into the trenches in a playoff series can play the way the Stanley Cup champion defense core played? Absolutely not. And I just don't... I think they're really, really, really rolling the dice here if they think like, well, let's just sit back and watch it. Maybe it'll be better than we think. Brad, I'm ha- I'm really happy you're here. Ryan and I were texting today saying that we're we're really we enjoyed Brad Tree Living's yeah. media availability. The guy, the guy gives a way better presser than Dude. Well, he's, he, comes my, off, in, he comes off he comes off way liking. less smarmy than Kyle oh, Dubis. Yeah. Way less he comes off more genuine and likable. And Dubis came off really smarmy and like know it all. Yeah. But Brad, my dude, if you think that this group of guys is gonna be better than what what we all think it's gonna be. I don't think that I. I don't think he thinks that either. But no. like, what was he supposed to come out and sewer all his players day one at training camp? Like, no. But like the, it, you're gonna have to make an in season deal of some kind if you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not. It is what it is. Like they they're, they're just gonna have to hope it meshes and plays well and plays good enough to. And you need like we just talked about we just talked about uh, John Klingberg. And like maybe the guy will be better than you think, and give him a chance. A guy who's I think's really got to step up this year is Timothy Lilligren. I thought I thought he had a, a like a pretty good season and looked well, looked good at times during the regular season last year. But towards the end of the season, he kind of tailed off. And Sheldon Keefe is really really hard on Timothy Lilligren, and he did, barely saw any time in the playoffs. And he's a guy like like. You have to take a step this year. You have to be in their top four this year. Like, if if if, if we're two months into the season and he's a third pairing guy, they're in trouble. Yeah, I, I don't. It's just not. I don't know what to say about it. Like, I've always liked Morgan. Morgan's just been a part of this program for so long that he just kind of is what he is. He's here. Uh, he played outstanding in the playoffs. He was didn't have a great regular season by his own admission. Um, I've never been a TJ Brody fan ever. Um, I thought he was garbage last year. He's only getting older. Uh, he can be reliable. He can eat minutes. He is a very useful defenseman, but not ideally a guy you want in your top pair. He can't, he can move the puck. Okay. He's not physical. You have Jake McCabe coming back who I like Jake McCabe, but he's also just kind of, he's just kind of there. You know, he doesn't do anything special. He's a bigger body, but he's not super physical. Um, he doesn't, he's not a tough guy. Mark Giordano, heart of gold, yeah. but a, yeah, a million just, years old. Ran out of gas at the end of the year, which is totally fine. It's not like I was expecting anything from him. And 
And Lilligren was kind of a jam last year with some other defensemen who were playing on the team, and they kind of had too many guys for too many spots at the end, and he kind of felt uh, the consequences of that. And then the worst hockey player ever to play in the NHL, John Klingberg. So it's... <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's not it's not I'm not super stoked about it, but they got to the second round last year. Uh, they didn't lose because of their defense. They lost because all their forwards went to sleep. And uh, so, like, I, I think they're good enough to make a run in the playoffs. Can they win a cup? I don't know. But I think it's a decor that is good enough. It's not like they're going to lose the first round. They've no. never lost a playoff series because of their D de- solely because of their decor. Yeah. They've lost playoff series because their top players don't show up. So it's I, I don't think it's going to kill them. It's just they're not a Stanley Cup favorite in my eyes because of that. If, because that's one thing you can point at being like their decor is maybe not as good. But look over in Edmonton, like they're they're a Cup favorite and they they don't have a defense core either. So I think it's good and enough you could to argue, do something yeah. in the playoffs. I just yeah, it's not something we're all sitting back being like, oh my god, this decor, it's amazing. It's doesn't look great on paper, but I do think it's good enough to do something. Mm. Trending topic number four, goaltending. We got Ilya Samsonov, we got Joe Wall, and we got Martin Jones. I'm pretty sure Martin Jones is here to try and push Joe Wall a little bit in camp, and also in the event one of them gets hurt, you have an NHL not if, not if, yeah, when, when one of them gets hurt. You have an NHL, NHL caliber goalie. Here's the problem, though. Martin Jones has to clear waivers, and he ain't clearing waivers. Some other team's grabbing him at 875. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle this. I think I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if out of camp, Jones and Samsonov are the two goalies they have with them, and then Wall comes along in the year and sort of takes the reins into the year and be slowly becomes the number one guy. Cause you remember Joe wall looked really good at moments last year, but he still never done it. He wasn't Sheldon Keefe reminded me today. He, he wasn't in training camp last year. He's with an injury. He's first full camp. And this is like, you need Ilya Samsonov to have like repeat the year he had last year, which I think is going to be tough. I, I, I don't, what do you think? Like, I, I don't, He's got to stay healthy. Yeah, he just has. He just has to stay healthy. I think he's good enough to repeat the year. I think they're a good enough team to give him that ability to have a repeatable year. It's just he has to just stay healthy. That's all I care about. I think he's a good enough goalie to have a good year. Just he needs to stay healthy. And for I, I, I like the the wishful side of me wants. Joe Wall to take a step because it's just like everyone wants that goalie who is developed, who's young or young-ish for for a goalie and take that step. But at the same time, it's like one of those guys are getting hurt at some point and and the options after that are are quite soft. So it's just that's a tough one. I, I don't I don't know what you do. I have no idea what you do. I like what Tree Living said today about bringing in a goalie with some gray hair on him. Um, I, I, I like having him here. It's a name. He's played a ton of games in the league. Um, he'd be a great backup option, but you do want your young goalie, as Brad said, also to take that step and, and grab a hold of a spot here. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to be in this spot to make that decision because it's just one of them. Get, we've seen it. Like, like we've seen Michael Hutchinson play games for this team. We've seen 
Who was the other guy they had? Who who's who was the other Swedish goalie who played a bunch of games for them? I can't remember his name, but um yeah, like it's just you don't want that situation where your goalies are injured and then you have nobody. Yeah, I think you're right. I think in an ideal world, you hope Joe Wall kind of takes the ball and runs with it, but he's still an inexperienced goalie and he's still like I don't know. I I do I agree with you. I like the Martin Jones insurance policy. Ryan is Googling who the Swedish goalie was. How, how do you not know his name? How do you not know who I'm talking about? You know exactly who I'm talking about. I have no idea who you're talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. No He's idea. played a shitload of games for them. What's his name? I have no idea who you're talking about. Is he not with them anymore? No. Oh, oh, um, Shulgren. Yeah, Shulgren, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, I, no, no, I thought, I didn't know, Shulgren's still in the organization. I thought that you, uh, you, I thought that you were talking about some guy that they, like, brought in at no, some point. I'm like, Shulgren. some Swedish guy that they brought in. No, Eric Shulgren. Shulgren played a shitload of games for them, Yeah, you no, know? he's still with them, and yeah. he's, he's all right. Like, is he still with he's them? He's a guy you could, he's a, yeah, I think Eric Shulgren's still with him. He's a guy you can I bring I should, up. In, I feel like I should know this, but. He's a guy you can bring up in, in, uh, on my, in a my page. memory is just. I don't know how. Like I, sometimes I listen to these. Who's currently playing with the New Jersey Devils? Yeah, ah, yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So stupids. I know. Couple of stupids yeah. right here. Sit here and react like we were experts. We don't even know they're fucking dead. Well, are. I mean, I mean, if you watched, if you watched us for long enough, you know that you and I are the furthest thing from experts. <laughs> like we are not experts. Yeah. By basically, any means. what I'm trying to say is you don't want a situation where Eric Shulgren has to play a shitload of games for you. Yes. That's that's all I'm saying. So it's a tough decision. I have no idea what you do. No idea. Good luck, whoever has to make that decision. Trending topic number five, Sheldon Keefe. You and I were both vocal that we were not huge fans of retaining Sheldon Keefe and bringing him back. It kind of is what it is now. I don't. I honestly, I have no idea what to make of this because on the one hand, I do think to a degree he, he, he does have, um, he will have kind of a new lease on life with respect to not having Kyle Dubas here anymore. But you've made the point a bunch of times that like, if you're a guy in that room and he walks in there and all of a sudden is like, I'm a hard ass now because Kyle's not here anymore. You're, yeah, you're, you're sitting there your and you're like, come on, man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't. I'm. You know what? I feel like I'm. I feel like this whole offseason, I've kind of just contradicted myself through every episode we've done throughout the entire summer. But today was truly a day for me where I just kind of let all my anger go, and just the the time that's passed in the offseason really does wonders for your mentality going into a and season. the Toronto Blue Jays. So it's it's today. I let everything go. I let. I'm not even thinking about Ryan, anybody's contract I just, right I'm now. Having, I got to be honest with you. I'm having this like deja vu moment. I bet you if we check the tape from the season premiere of last year, you're saying the exact same thing. It's an experiment on the mind. It's, yeah. Time heals all. It really does. Like yeah. hockey's been gone for so long. And you're right. I've been watching the Jays all year. And like, it's not that I hate the Jays, just like they're, they're kind of ready for game. hockey to start again. I miss it. I miss watching it. It's uh, I love watching it. it they drive me insane. Uh, we're going to come on here and complain all the time. Of course. Why wouldn't I? But I, again, I, I love sitting down and, and trying to get as much of 82 in as I possibly can. I usually get pretty close. Um, but 
it's just I, I've been so angry about so many things that eventually, as a human being, you just have to let go of your anger towards anything. And for me, it's the anger towards the coach. It's the anger towards the players making too much money. It's the anger towards all the failure in the playoffs. But it's today is the best day of the year for me because you you have hope. It's a day of hope. Everybody thinks they're going to win the Stanley Cup today. Everyone has a shot to make the playoffs today. And that kind of like hit me as in like they got all these new guys. At the end of the day, they're still a really good team. Um, I really want them to win the division this year. I think they can do it. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to hit on one more thing. And it's something you've mentioned a couple of times. We as a fan base, because of the way it's gone in the last few years, like the attitude going into this, it's like, you're right, it's hope, it's whatever. But the attitude is very much, call call me in April. Let's see what you do in April. But no, I'm with you. Like, I think we need to go into this season with with the expectation. Like, let's win the division. Like, this team, like, they, they won the Canadian division, whoop-de-fucking-do. Like it's that year is erased from my yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whoop de fucking do. That like year is erased from my memory. They've never won the Atlantic division. And you look around the division, it's like the Bruins on paper should not be the same team this year that they've been in previous years. They they shouldn't be. The Lightning, the Leafs proved last year they can play with the Lightning and beat with the beat the Lightning and hang with the Lightning. The Florida Panthers. I do not see the the Florida Panthers coming out like a house on fire this year. Could they make the playoffs and go on a run? Barely like made they did the playoffs last year. Last yeah, year. could could they? Listen, do I think they'll hang around and be a perennial playoff team? Yes, I do. But like, I I don't think the Florida Panthers are going to be some powerhouse. And then you've got teams like the Senators and the Sabers who are going to have better years. And then you have the bottom feeders in the division who I think are going to be the Habs and the Red Wings. So, yeah, but it's to me this is a year where it shouldn't even we shouldn't even be relying on other teams getting worse. Like, they should just flat out be the best team. I don't care if any other team is weaker or better. No, just be the best team in the division. Win the division. Get that wild card team. Like, let's let's go, boys. Like, for a team that's so great in the regular season, we've never won an Atlantic division title. No. Let's go. Let's win one here. Yeah, 100%. I'll come on next week. I'll completely contradict everything I said right now because that's just who I am as a fan of this team. But day one, everyone has hope, man. We're everyone wants to. Everyone's gonna win the cup. Everyone's gonna win the cup. Ryan Reeves is gonna make jokes in the room, and it's yeah, yeah. Everybody really, yeah. Everybody really happy. Yeah. All right, buddy. Anything else you want to get off your chest? You know what? I that comment you made earlier about how Reeves won't be on the ice. I know who made that comment, and I thought that was a stupid comment. Like but that, he won't be. Yeah, but he will be on the ice to make sure. Ryan Gugus is running around like a clown for five games. Yeah, I know that. We're but not he talking won't be. about one game. Who who's gonna repl- who's gonna play then? Who's gonna play? So it's who's true. gonna take it's true. his spot? Okay, it's true. You, okay, like you're that, right. That, that I just don't that comment piss me off. I just don't think he'll be. Uh, I I don't think he'll. He didn't play for the Wild last year, really in the in in the postseason. I I don't care. He's, it, I, it, he's not gonna. He, it's not like he's not gonna be on the ice. There's an at all argument for to be made. Games. There's an argument to be made, and 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 I I agree. Where like it's such a smart the, the guy comment. The team's been so soft that it's he he's almost like it's almost like a necessity that he's on the ice. Yeah, because they they need his his physical presence out there. But listen, right? Listen. Ryan Reeves is going to provide a ton of f- 
fun in, in the regular season specifically. Like, there's going to be games, like, even in the division, like, there's going to be games against the Bruins where him and Lucic are going to go. The next, when they play the Lightning, Tanner Janot is going to be running around and he's going to go with Tanner Janot. Like, that's going to be, uh, it's going to, there's going to be a Saturday night game against Boston. And in the first period, him and Lucic are going to drop the gloves and you're yeah. going to be like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this. I mean, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. Uh, I, I don't know who's replacing him in that spot other than Pontus Holmberg. Like, I, <laughs> you know, like, Noah Gregor, he's on yeah. a PTO. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do believe him. It's like that that idiot was running around for five games and nobody was doing a goddamn thing about it. I no, know he he's not. He yelled in Joe Osso. But you know what? That guy, they they wanted to sign him, and he said he didn't want to come here because he didn't want to be in the media spotlight. It's yeah. like, you're you're scared, right, yeah. Kogutis? You're yeah. a scared boy. Yeah, no, it should be. He he will like when he when he beats somebody's ass, it's gonna be very satisfying. And yes. I think that's why everyone today was like, because eh, everyone wants <laughs> yeah, to see him yeah, beat somebody's yeah, ass. Because everyone we, loves yeah. seeing a guy kick another guy's ass we, when like, he deserves you it. You saw you saw how we all felt for like we've been getting pushed month, around a like a bunch of pussies for six years. Yeah, like like yeah, you I know he sucks at hockey, but like. At least he's gonna go bash some guy's face in at some point. You, you saw how giddy we all got for like a month and a half of Luke Shen yeah. last year, yeah. And now this guy is legitimately the toughest guy in the league. Yeah. So like, that's why I understand. It wasn't the media being like, "Are you guys gonna have fun?" It's the media who's really excited to actually see this guy beat somebody's face. To watch in. to 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 when John Tavares, the captain of your team, is getting manhandled in front of the net and you all just skate away yeah. with your head down. How many down. times have I seen Pierre Ringfall just get pushed around like a pussy? Yeah. Like, it's elite. I'm excited to see this guy bash somebody's face in. All right, buddy. I think that's going to do it. Episode uh, one of season six in the books. We're going to be back every week, full-time schedule here. We ain't going anywhere. Oh, so rusty. We've got, we've got, can I tell you something? So rusty. Today was a challenge. Preseason is way too long. Like I was looking at this this calendar today. I'm like three weeks of preseason. Yeah, especially early preseason. I where hate preseason. Bunch of guys talk to. I, I know. It. I know. Where it's like a bunch of guys. Where it's like, oh, this like you spend three weeks talking about something that's gonna change within a week of yeah. the season. It's yeah. just like I know we're all just trying to create content around here, but it's. Ugh, it's it's it gets boring. But nevertheless, we will be here for all three weeks of the preseason. So make sure you hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. Strap in, folks. Let's do this.